Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Amen. Tell your neighbor the party's not over yet. Tell your neighbor it's testimony time. Amen. Are you ready for the testimony? Careful, careful, careful. It's Friday, it's Friday. It's Friday. Amen. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome our brother. Felix! Clap your hands and welcome Felix. Um, I want to um, thank Bishop Richard for the opportunity to share my testimonies. Thank you. And um, uh, I grew up in Italy. And uh, since the age of six and seven, um, I had a dream, and it was to be successful in life. And uh, I defined success by, success by the amount of money that you make. So at that age, um, the best thing was to do was to play football, because uh, they make millions if you reach there, you know. <laughs> so I started playing football, and in 2012, I moved to London. And when I moved to London... Um, I decided that I want to pursue a career in finance because I found it intellectually stimulating and uh, they were getting good money as well. (laughs) 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 So um, I decided to go back to university and uh, during the freshest week I met uh, Alto, who, yeah who told me about um, first, loved, so, first Love. So um, I was working on Sundays, so he was keep on texting me, and uh, I had to block him because I couldn't come to church. <laughs> then started university, and uh, I started applying for um, the, the spring program. In, uh, in those investment banks and uh, when I went there for um, open days I realized that was really tough to get in they received like 200,000 applications and acceptance raises 1% so I got discouraged and I remember a friend invited me to Lighthouse on the 31st of December and uh, Bishop Richard was preaching and say that um, everything that I would pray for in 2016 I will receive it so um, one month later, I received uh, two offers from the two top investment banks firm in the world. Yeah. 
So I was just sharing my news with a couple of friends, and one of them was Ochuku, who uh, invited me again to church. And um, when they invited me to church, I didn't want to come as well again. And <laughs> when he sent me the leaflet, there was uh, Bishop Richard's face on it. <laughs> and uh, I remember that he was the one that prophesied into my life. So I had to say, yeah, I had to come to church. When I came to church, he was, um, he was preaching about seizing the moment. And um, one, um, on the verse of the day, um, the verse of the day was Luke 12:15. And uh, it was, it was um, the, man, the man's life consisted not into the, the abundance that he possessed. So my formula of success was destroyed that day. <laughs> and, um, and yet, so I say, what's life then? And I remember that when Bishop uh, came to preach... He quoted the verse again, and he said that the verse is directly related with First John um, twelve five, no five twelve, which is say that uh, um, he that he that had uh, the son of man has life. So that that day, um, I realized that I have to give my life to Christ because he preached about seizing the moment as well. So taking the opportunity when he comes. And uh, and yes. So I wanted to do my spring program. It lasted two weeks, and in between, we had a weekend, and uh, the work was really intense. And on Sunday, I still hadn't finished um, one of the presentations that I had to do. And a lot of people over there told me to um, come on Sunday as well and work hard, but um, I decided to come to church instead. And because um, <laughs> Bishop uh, Richard said a few times to you know put God first in everything that we do, so I came to church, and uh, that Sunday I got baptized as well. <laughs> and uh, got back to the spring internship, and two weeks later I received an offer to go back again during the summer. I remember the, um, week, the following week we had camp as well. So I went to come ready at 20, and one um, scripture that um, Bishop Doug quoted was uh, um, uh, ele- Proverbs 11.30, which say that he that winneth soul is wise. So I realized that maybe the reason that God put me in that place, in the investment banking place, it was to win souls. So I started talking to God with people, and uh, luckily enough, I met uh, our violin star, and uh, I invited <laughs> So I invited her to church, and uh, she decided to give uh, her life to Christ. And uh, when she started performing, I realized how blessed I was and uh, what God did for me. So thank you. Wow. Wow. Amen. That was a total transformation. He said that the preaching destroyed his formula for success. It's another level. Amen. Amen. Well, right now, I want you to also clap your hands again. Because the party is not over yet. I want you to welcome our sister Marcella to give us a powerful song ministration. 
One, two. To me, 
Amen. Are you ready to hear the lovely voice of God? How many of you are ready to hear the lovely voice of God? Well, it's a privilege and it's an honor for me to introduce this man of God to you today. Our very own pastor, our very own bishop of First Love London, First Love UK. I want you, I want you to clap and I want you to have shouts of Jesus joy. And join me and welcome to the pulpit, Bishop Richard. One, two, two, one. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? One, two. All right. Okay. You can shout one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this night. Thank you for the privilege. It's a privilege, Lord, to preach your word, to hear your word, to receive your word. What a privilege, what a blessing it is, Lord, to be gathered in your great and precious name. Father, we want to thank you for the riches of your word and the treasures of your word, Lord, that you reveal to us and that you hand over to us, Lord. Thank you for the keys and the powers, Lord, that we receive as we hear your word, Lord. May we be strengthened. May we be empowered. May we become wiser. May we gain deeper and better understanding, Lord of this life and the issues of this life, Lord, and the life hereafter, oh God. Thank you for the blessing, Lord. Thank you for making us superior in the realm of the spirit and even here on earth, Lord. Thank you for the superior grace and the superior power and the superior wisdom that you hand over to us by your mercies and by your grace, oh God. We thank you, Father. That's a blessed night. That we shall leave this place blessed. Amen. We shall leave this place richer. Amen. We shall leave this place wiser. Amen. And we shall leave this place liberated, Lord, Amen. by your precious Holy Spirit and by your mighty name, Lord. Thank you, Father, for a blessed night. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God shouted their best. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. And you're all welcome to this evening's service. Hallelujah. God bless you for the effort you have made to be here. Um, it's a blessing. I'm surprised to see all of you, you know. I was expecting just a handful of you. So it's a blessing that you are all here and you are all interested in hearing the word of God. 
I'm sure you are here because you want to hear the word of God. Well, um, I have a message for you. Are you happy that I have a message for you? And um, it is one of my best messages. So, you know, you know how sometimes you have something that is precious to you. You are actually hesitant because you don't want people to um, treat it lightly or to think that it's nothing because um, it's very precious to you. I may have had something valuable you are giving to someone and you are not sure how will they receive it. How they receive, what what will they do with um, what you have for them? Sometimes I've given a gift to someone and they didn't appreciate the gift. Sometimes because sometimes because they didn't know what it was or the value of it or how much it cost. You know. So I'm a little I'm torn between share and no share. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. But um, I believe I'll attempt to share it with you. That it's my prayer that as I've told you that it is one of my best or perhaps my best. Do you understand? And when I say the best, I don't mean that it's, a, it's in terms of articulation or in preaching, but it is perhaps one of the, my most treasured revelations and the treasured messages that I have in my life. No, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes people ask you, what is your secret? You have a secret. You have this. And I realized that usually people who ask those questions, people who ask those questions, are people who have a certain mind about, about life. Uh, usually I classify them as people who are not so realistic. They don't like, they don't like real things. They like spooky things. That is, that, that is why, that's why I'm telling you that what I'm about to share with you is like, it's like an unspoken secret. It's very, it's very precious to me. To me, it's very precious. But I don't know whether you would treat it that way and you would uh, go the extent to which you are supposed to go with it. Because if you go the full extent with what I want to share with you, I believe that your life will never be the same again. I mean, never. It can't. Your life actually cannot be the same again. It cannot. It's impossible. If your life remains the same, then the problem is you. And not this, and not this treasure. <laughs> 
Because I, I really, it's a treasure. It's a treasure to me. It's a treasure to me. It's a real treasure to me. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know how it became a treasure. But it's a treasure and it seems as though I have treasured something that I should, I should treasure. Yeah. You know, because some, you can treasure things you're not supposed to treasure. Yeah. I mean, there are people who treasure different things. Yeah. We all have different things that we treasure. Different things that matter to us. Yeah. Different things that are important to us. But if you're able to treasure the right thing, yeah. then what a difference it would make in your life. It's actually impossible for your life to be the same. Amen. It can be the same. If you would treasure what, what I feel like sharing with you. Yeah. And um, it's in, it's in, I mean, sweet influence service. I wish, I wish, but it's not possible. I wish we were meeting next Friday. And then, it's not possible because, because I'm not available. It's not you. I know you are available, but I'm not available. Unless you want to come without me. I said, without me. <laughs> if you want to come without me, you can come. <laughs> because... Because at least this treasure, this treasure I want to give to you, is in it's in at least three parts. And I'm just gonna give you part one today. Today is part one. And then there's part two. And then there's part three. And you need you need the full course. The full course. Are the full strength. So, um, are you feeling the treasure? No, it's a, it's a real, it's something I really treasure. I really treasure. It's my prayer that from today you begin to value it. Yeah, as well. Are you there? So, so where do we start from? I should start from there. Okay. I'll start from there. Mm. Mm. Do you like the lovely voice of God? Is it lovely to you? Matthew chapter 5. Do you want the treasure? Verse 17 says that think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. 
verse 18, says that, For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Do you, do you have it in NLT? Verse 18. So I tell you the truth. Until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. Do you understand that? God's law is, is God's word. So it's saying that I tell you the truth. Until heaven and earth disappear. Not even the smallest detail. The smallest. That is the most insignificant detail. Of the word of God. Will disappear. Until its purpose. The purpose for which it was written. Is achieved. Is achieved. Meaning that God's law or God's word achieves things. It's able, it's able to accomplish things, get things done. Do you understand? You understand? Yes. So, so heaven and earth, that is the, the world as we see it, will come, will come and will pass. A lot of things will come and pass in this life. But the word of God, the word of God, the word of God. It's not something that is just said and then it doesn't happen. Everything about the scripture, everything that the scripture has said will be fulfilled and will be done. So, the title of my message, do you want the title of my message? The title of my message is The Voice of the Bible. The Voice of the Bible. Voice of the Bible. Yes. The voice of the Bible. The voice of the Bible. And therefore, and therefore, the voice of the Bible in your life. And and like I said, it's in three parts. Three parts. And today I, I, I what I want to share with you is the blessings of the voice of the Bible. The voice of the Bible. That that what does what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? What is the Bible saying to you? And what do you do when the Bible speaks? When you hear the word. When you hear the word. Because we hear, we hear different things. We hear different things. We hear, we hear different things. We hear different passages. We hear different, we hear different things on the news. I mean, we hear different things in life. Different things. There's always, you know, there's always a constant battle in. Um, choosing, choosing what you want to, what you want to believe in. Choosing what you think is significant. Choosing what you think is important. It's a constant battle all the time, all the time, all the time. You see that we know, we know what the Bible says, and then we also know how we are feeling, and then we also know what our friends are saying, and then we also know what our friends are saying. All these, all these are very strong influences. In this life, you can't, you can't pretend, I won't pretend and tell you that I don't think it's important. It's very, very important. 
It's very, very important. You, you will feel it. You will feel, you will feel what people think and what people are saying. You will feel, you will feel, especially if you are married, one of the strong voices in your, in your life will be the voice of your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Because wives speak. So those, those of you who are not married, you have to be careful who you choose. Because who you choose can sway you to. <laughs> to unfortunate angles. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. No, you can't you can be the, the whole world, the whole world is the way it is. Because someone listened to his wife. Yes. Sit down, relax. We just started. We just started. We just started. Instead of instead of staying with what God has said. Yes, God has said. God has said, be here. And be here peacefully. And then his wife also said to him, we can do this. And then he chose what his wife said over what God has said. It's like, it's like you have the Bible and then you have your wife. The whole world, the whole world. You see, so, so you see, you see that, you see, you see the, the way the, the whole world changed because someone deviated from the voice of the Bible, the voice of God to the voice of his wife. And the whole world is the way it is today. The whole world. The whole world. Your, your A-level results that you just picked up yesterday is subject to that voice. Otherwise, there would have been no A-level uh, um, exams. Everything changed. Everything changed. You see how you work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. And then what you expect is a little different. It's a little different from what you expect and what you are hoping for. Just, just, because someone, just because someone disregarded this. Someone disregarded this. Instead of being a stickler to the word of God, became considerate. Became considerate. Started considering other things. You know, your, your, your safest... Sometimes even when I give people that response, sometimes I wish I could see their faces. Because sometimes I feel they are disappointed. Because sometimes you can, people can ask me a question. I tell them, look, do what the Bible says. And I actually mean it from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my heart. Do what the Bible says. Go with the Bible. Go with Bible. Don't go with anything else. Go with Bible. Choose Bible. Choose the word. In other words, choose the word of God. Instead of saying this one said this, this one this said, you know, this one said and that one said and this one is saying and that one is also saying and that one is also contributing. It's Adam's problem. That was Adam's problem. He knew what God had said. And then his wife who has just finished having lunch with a serpent. <laughs> 
parents and some of the sisters are quite feeling girls, you know. I usually advise them. I see that you, you are certain where I should advise them. The, the last person you should ever marry is a man of God. Yes, because you, you, don't, you don't want to be a problem. You, turn into, you should marry a banker, a plumber, electrician, a boxer, a, a footballer. I mean, you, you have a wide range. You have a wide range. But when you see that this guy is a ministry person, no, stay off him. Because you will worry him. You will turn the whole church and the whole ministry into something else. Just, just by the way you are. And how insecure you are. And the feelings you have. You, you turn the whole church into something else. And the, the signs you see it very early. You can tell. You can tell who will be a good minister's wife and who will be a terrible one. And oh, no, 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 no. Understand what I'm saying? Terrible only because of the type of person you are married. If you marry a banker, it will not be a problem. Or a boxer. Or a footballer. Or the postman. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So, the voice of the Bible, you know, it's, I mean, I really treasure it. What I'm about to share with you is very, I hope, I hope you, 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 you will treasure it and you respect it and it will guide you. I hope it will guide you and you will use it. It's like once the Bible says, that's the end. That's the end. No more debate. No more and nothing. Once the Bible says this. Because some of the counsel that some of us want, want is like a counsel, counsel outside of the scriptures. It's like outside. Of, it's, like, it's like, I know what the Bible says, but this is how I'm feeling. Your feeling is the most rubbish thing. The most, the most nonsense thing you can ever have. So, the blessings of the voice of the Bible. So we can go home, isn't it? The voice of the Bible. The voice of the Bible. May the voice of the Bible be strong in your life. Yes, may it be strong in your life. Strong. Strong in your life. Maybe, maybe the loudest voice. The loudest voice. The loudest voice. I try all the time. I try all the time to turn up, to turn up the volume of the Bible in my life, for the for the Bible to become louder. It should become louder because you hear things, you see things, different people, different important people in your life go through different things. That can make you think that life is not all that you have read. So you have to keep turning the volume up. You have to keep turning the volume up. You have to keep turning it up, turning it up. You, you, have, you, have, to, you have to be strong. Strong in the word. That's what the scripture says. That be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. 
be strong in the Lord. Turn up the volume of the Bible in your life. Let the, let the Bible be what controls you, influences you, leads you, guides you. Not your age. Not your age. Not your city. Not your friends. But the Bible. The Bible. The Bible. If we get a chance to meet again, one of the things I want to share with you is the enemies of the voice of the Bible. The enemies. Because there are some enemies that you have to see. But I like to take my time and explain to you that this, have you seen this one? It's an enemy to the voice of the Bible. This is an enemy. That is why, that is why you can't fully be shielded to the Bible. It's this. How many of you will be in that meeting? Yes. You'll be there. I think you'll be there. Yeah. So then, Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Chapter 3. So I'll, I'll give you a verse and we'll, we'll run commentary and then we are closing. Okay. I've told, you, I've told you my treasure. I've said it to you already. It is the voice of the Bible. The voice of the Bible. What place has it in your life? The voice of the Bible. The voice of the Bible. It's my prayer that you'll be the strongest voice in my life. Yeah, in my life. That the Bible is the strongest voice. The strongest voice. A a prophet cannot easily sway me to the left or to the right. Someone cannot just come up and say, oh, you know this. And then, no, because the voice, as soon as you, you, you see the, you start speaking, I've turned up the volume of the scriptures. That whatever you are saying is must be must must agree must agree with the Bible must agree with the Bible. It must agree whatever you do or say must agree to the Bible. You can't you can't just speak. You can't just tell me anything. It has to agree. I have to. I must read it in the Bible. I must read it. As soon as I read it, I know that, yes, this is it. If I can't read it, sorry. We can't even have a discussion. We can't even have a discussion. We can't, we can't, we can't even stop, start talking. We can't even start having a discussion. Second Timothy chapter 3. Did I say chapter 3, verse 16? It says that all scripture is given. By inspiration of God and is profitable, is profitable, is profitable. That is, there are advantages for the scriptures. There are advantages. There are some blessings. There are blessings. Profitable, advantage, blessing. For number one, doctrine. Doctrine is teaching teaching the voice of the bible brings teaching teaching is like training it's like training how you are supposed to be 
what you are not supposed to be like. It helps you, it helps you develop, trading helps you develop yourself. Develop yourself, build yourself up. So that is doctrine, that is teaching. The Bible teaches you, it trains you, trains you. The the scripture says that bring up the child in the way that he should go. So that when he grows up, he will not depart from it. In other words, train a child, that is teach a child. You see, you teach a child. This is a very good age for you to learn what the Bible says. What the Bible says and what the Bible... Because there are a lot of people who tell you things that they want you to do so that they can take advantage over you or have advantage over you. And a lot of us have done things already because you thought it was right. (laughs) You thought it was the right thing to do. And it was because you didn't know the scriptures. You didn't know the scripture. You didn't know the scripture. If you have known the scripture, which is good, which is good, which is profitable, which is an advantage, which is a blessing, which gives you the upper hand for training, for training. One of the advantages, the the superiority that you gain in this life when you hear the voice of the Bible is that you become well-trained well-trained and well-disciplined in this life, in this life, on how to conduct yourself, what to do, what to choose. Because there's a lot of nonsense that people will come up with. Oh, yes. There are a lot of crazy people who come up with all kinds of crazy stories and crazy ideas. You You should know, you should know the thing that makes, the thing that makes you believe foolishness easily are your needs are your needs so any need that you identify in yourself be strong in the scriptures in that aspect in that aspect be very strong in the scriptures it is it is an old trick that was used in the garden of Eden when the serpent came when the serpent came He tried no trick apart from the need of that couple in the garden. That is, they could eat all the trees except one. So the whole discussion was about that one tree. Satan always wants to speak to you about what you don't have. What you don't have. What you don't have. All the time. All the time. His discussions with you is about what you don't have that you would like to have. What is the thing that blows young girls out of Christianity easily? Is it not, is it not a boy? Yes. Is it not marriage? Yes. It's, I mean, it is not from your age. Years back. Years back. Years back. Years back. Some of your mothers were strong in church. Before they met daddy who is an unbeliever till today. Yeah. But you see, what, what they should have done, what they should have done is to have turned up the volume of the Bible so that it suppresses the voice of their needs and the voice of the pressures of life. It's the, the, the need, there's, a, there's a need. 
You can't help. You can't help it. There's a need in a lady to marry you. You can't help. There's a need. I mean, she she has that need. She has that need. Sometimes it gets to the point where she doesn't even want to marry. She just wants to have a child. It's like all she needs is a sperm donor, not a husband. It's like I must have a child. It's a need, and it's a need that the enemy would like to exploit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the young ladies you meet, the relationship you are in is the most unreasonable relationship, but you are in. Have you ever asked yourself why you, why you are in it? So the scripture, the scripture is profitable for training, for training. For training. It trains you. There's teaching. There's teaching how to conduct yourself. How to live your life. How to grow. How to grow in the things of God. The scripture says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. That you may grow thereby. You will grow by the word. You will grow by the word. You grow by the word. You get stronger by the word. By the teaching. By the teaching of the word. You get stronger. You get stronger. You get stronger, you develop, you are able to even become a minister to others by the word, by the word, by the word. Are you hearing me today? By the word of God, 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 not by laying on of hands. Not by someone praying for you. Not by someone giving you prophetic utterances, but by the word of God. By the word. You grow. You grow. You grow. So it means that you are growing through the doctrine, through training, through training, through training. Through the disciplines you hear, as, as you read, see, if you have your quiet time, if you have your quiet time, you see suddenly a new discipline is introduced into your life. When you read the scriptures, a new discipline. When you hear the word, when you go to church, you hear the message. A new discipline is introduced into your life. You are becoming progressively, progressively a better person. By the word, by the word, by the word. Don't underestimate the word of God. If you feel like underestimate, remember Matthew 5.18. Everything will come and pass. Not even the smallest detail. Not even the smallest detail of the scripture will go unfulfilled without achieving, without achieving why it was sinful. Not even the smallest detail. <laughs> Not even the smallest detail. How can you be in the church after five years, ten years, and you are not a shepherd, and you are not a leader, and you are not becoming anointed, and you are not becoming a minister? Why? Perhaps you are not feeding on the word in the way you ought to feed on. Because the scripture says that whilst you ought, whilst you ought to be teachers, you have need. You have need that we teach you again. If you feed, after you have fed for a while, after you fed for a while, I mean, if you're born, you were all born as babies. Were you not born as babies? Through eating, through eating, 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 look at how you've become. 
imagine if you had not grown up or if your head was small. Either you are suffering from Zika virus. This, I mean, to be, there'll be all kinds of, I mean, it's all kinds of deformities. Different types of problems that you have. Different types of problems. When a baby is, is in the womb, they measure. They measure, they check. Is the baby growing? Is it's movements? They, they, you see them asking the mother, the movements. Do you feel the baby? They, they ask because they have to check the baby is growing. The baby is growing. The baby is developing. The baby is developing. And that's why they take scans at different times of the pregnancy. They scan to, to see them. You see the baby. You see the baby. Is the baby growing or not? You grow. As a Christian, you change. You change. You metamorphosize into a beautiful thing. So, a lot of the nonsense you used to believe in. And allow me to use the word nonsense because it's nonsense. Yes. Allow me to take nonsense. A lot of the nonsense I used to be guided by. There is no shame. There is no point to be proud in holding on to past nonsense. When the scripture has affected you. When the scripture has affected you. I used to think I was okay. I used to think I was okay. Because everybody who came around me to witness to the talk, you talk about smoking, drinking, fornication. I said, I don't have such problem by the grace of God. I don't have any of these problems. I don't have any of these problems. So, it's like, how can I be saved? None of those people were able to witness to me appropriately or talk to me in the proper way. Because what they have, what they have, it's not, it's not really salvation. It's not really a salvation message, if you like. It's, it's partial. It's part, it's part salvation message. But I read, the, I read the word of God. When I read the Bible, the Bible said that for all have sinned. All. All. Virgins and non-virgins. Drinkers and non-drinkers. Smokers and non-smokers. Oh. Oh. That was the Bible. This, 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 is, my, this, this is my personal verse on to conversion. Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23. For all. And Romans 3.10. As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. These are scriptures that I read. And I said, hey. Hey. Then Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death. All have sinned. Then I'm, I'm here. I am headed for eternal damnation. Bible. Bible. No feelings. No feelings. No experiences. No one of experience in the Bible. Everything must be based on the Bible. I had to get rid of my nonsense mentality. I have to, I have to put it on the side. Feeling good, feeling better, feeling righteous. I have to put it on the side. Because the Bible says that all have sinned, including you, Mr. Perfect. Including you, Mr. Perfect. How much more you, Miss Imperfect? If there's a word like that. 
makes imperfect. Thank you for nodding, Annabelle. <laughs> yeah. Miss imperfect you. How much more you? You should be the one who should be running to the cross. You should be running to the cross. You run to the cross. The scripture is profitable for doctrine. For doctrine, for teaching. For teaching, for teaching, for teaching, and then for reproof, and then for correction. The corrections in your life. There are things that have to be corrected in your life. Things have to be corrected. You see, when you meet God, when you experience God, things in your life must be corrected. You can't continue, continue with a dual life. That I go to church because when I go to church, we all jump and scream. And so it's like we are all okay. No, there are some things that have to be corrected. The scripture, the scripture and the service. When you go to church or when you are reading your Bible will come and correct some things in you. You have to have to correct some things in you. Are you there? It is profitable for correction, for correction, for correction. Wrong things will have to be put right. There are mistakes in your life. There are mistakes. There are mistakes. Yes, there are mistakes. A lot of mistakes. Decisions you've made. Decisions you are going to make. Decisions you've been making, choices you've been making, mistakes. But the word of God, and you know, allow the word, you see, allow it, allow it, turn up the voice of the Bible. Allow the word of God to correct your mistakes. You must correct it. It must correct it. Don't say I'm okay. Don't say because I'm a member of the church. Because I'm a member of a ministry. Because I'm this. So I am okay. That is your doom. If there's nothing that the scripture. It's like you, you have seen it all. There's nothing more be, that the scripture can correct. Then you're making a mistake. Then you're making a mistake. I'm a bishop. You know bishop. I'm one. I allow, I am open to correction from the scriptures every day. Every day. When I'm reading the Bible, I'm looking out for what can I change? What can I stop doing? What can I stop? Can I change my approach? Can I change my style? Can I change? Every day I read the scriptures, I am looking for a correction. Sometimes it's even, it's even odd. It looks as though I'm looking for a correction more than like I'm looking for a blessing. But I just want to be pleasing to God. Yeah, I want to be pleasing to Him. I want to be found pleasing to Him. I was on a flight once. The flight was about to take off. It was about to take off. Meaning that when it takes off and you are airborne, you lose all phone, whatever. And my wife was the last person I was talking to. 
So I was talking to her. Then she suggested something I should do. Then I said, oh yes, it's true. Maybe I should. It is something that it is something that I was sure before that I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't. And she said, oh, it's not. And I said, oh, I mean, this gentle voice speaking to me, your wife, I mean, why not? Why not? So, as I was talking to her, then I went into my WhatsApp and started giving some instructions, saying something to somebody that I shouldn't be saying anything to. Then we went into the clouds. And there, think, then I took a book to read. I just said, I don't know where I should start from, so I just opened the book from somewhere. The page I opened to. Oh. I wanted to bring the aeroplane down. The rebukes. No, 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 no. I mean, it couldn't be by the rebukes from the verses and from the passage, the rebukes that were coming to me. I said, God, what have I done? What have I done? And I, you see, and I remembered, I remembered that thing that my wife said to me. I remembered when it had occurred to me earlier, some months ago, that I was, I was going to do that thing. And the same voice of God said to me, you are not, you are not righteous than me. then here I am out of mercy, human mercy a human compassion the rebukes I became scared I became scared oh yeah you have to know God in your life the voice of the Bible and this one was, it was verses I opened it, verses were jumping like that, it was jumping like, it's like someone was slapping you on the left I was slapping on the right <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Profitable. Do you want the prophets of the Bible? Profitable for correction. And when you are corrected, be corrected. Allow yourself to be corrected. And then it says for instruction. For instruction. Instruction is to tell you what to do. Instruction is to tell you what to do. The scriptures will tell you what to do. In other words, in other words, doctrine is an advantage in your life. Reproof, correction, they are advantages in your life. They are profitable. In other words, you, it's gain. You gain. You gain when you are corrected. You gain when you are taught and trained. You gain. You gain, you gain when you are taught, when there's, when there's teaching, when there's training. It is to your advantage. And then when instruction comes, instruction is also one of the prophets. One of the things you gain in life is, is, is instruction. Anytime you find someone who is giving you instruction, it's a blessing. So that's when we start receiving instruction, we start debating. We debate with common sense. And when your common sense is also not advanced, then it becomes an unfortunate common sense. 
when your common sense is just, it's just based on how you are feeling for the moment. Then it becomes a problem. Then it becomes a, it becomes a real problem. Now it's like a real problem. Because then, now the instruction is not coming through. So I was giving you instructions with scripture. Scripture. The word is profitable for instruction. Instruction. That you will be told what to do. The Bible will tell you what to do. What to do. You will be told what to do. What to do. What to do. The Bible will tell you what to do. And how to do it. And what not to do. The Bible will tell you. The Bible will tell you. The Bible will tell you. Will show you. The Bible will show you. The Bible will show you how to be rich. How to be wealthy. The scriptures will show you. The scriptures will show you how to be spiritual. The scriptures will show you how to be a minister. How to be a good minister. The scriptures will teach you. The scriptures will teach you how to be a good beloved. The the Bible will teach you. Good beloved, good beloved. There are verses. The Bible will teach you, will teach you how to be a good husband, how to be a good wife. It's all there. It is in the Bible. It is there. The Bible will teach you how to be a good worker. When you go to work, how to be a good worker. Not just, not just in the church. Anywhere you work, the Bible will teach you how to be a good worker there. The Bible will teach you how to be a good student. It's all in the Bible. It is profitable for instruction. It will teach you good students. The scriptures will teach you how to be a good student. How to be a good student. The Bible will teach you all. It will spell all out for you. Or it will spell all out. It's not, it's not, it's not like a gray area or in a vague way or in some ambiguous manner. It will spell it out clearly to you that this is how to be a good student. This is how to be a good student. If you want to do well as a student, this is what you do. This is how you go about it. If you want to be a good worker, this is how you go about it. If you want to be a good wife, this is it. Good husband, this is it. Good church member, this is it. The scriptures will show you it is profitable for instruction. For instruction. For instruction. You will learn it. You will see it. It's my prayer that the voice of the Bible be turned up in your life. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn up the scriptures in your life. Other voices are too loud. Turn up scriptures. Scriptures, 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 scriptures. The scriptures will save you from being a beggar. Even a beggar from the nation. Then you think is there's no problem. There's no problem signing on. There's no problem. The scriptures will teach you that there's only one type of person that remains a beggar in this life. And the leading trait is laziness. Yeah, the leading trait is laziness. Any time you don't have when you are supposed to have, you are lazy. You are a lazy person. Wow. Yeah. You don't have as much as you are supposed to have. Oh no, you are a lazy person. Wow. One of the leading factors that has kicked in is laziness. Yeah. Lack of diligence. 
But it's in the scriptures. The next blessing. How many blessings do you have? Hmm? Three? How are you counting? No problem. I'm happy I don't use your notes. <laughs> Psalm 132 and verse 17. There will I make the horn of David to bad. I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. I have ordained a lamp. Do you know what a lamp is? It gives light. It's like I have ordained a light for my anointed. The next thing that the voice, the next blessing is that light comes into your life. Light comes into your life. Light. You receive light. I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. My anointed is like my chosen. The ones I have chosen. The ones I have selected. The ones I have brought, I have brought close to me. I have ordained a lamp. It's like I have, I have a designer lamp, light for them. Wow. A light just made for them. Custom made light. Wow. I have ordained a lamp. A lamp for my anointed. Imagine life without light. So those, those who are not yielded to the scriptures have been groping in darkness. Your life is like a guesswork. It's like a guesswork. You, you guess. You try. Let me try this. Try and error. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the scriptures are supposed to be a light. A lamp for you. A lamp for you. A lamp for you. If, if you are chosen the scriptures, what does the scripture say? What is the scripture saying? What is the scripture saying in the way I am? What does the scripture say about me? You would have, things would have been clearer. It's far safer. It's far safer to walk in light than to walk in darkness. Sometimes you enter a room and you think you know the room very well. And then what happens? What happens? Your little toe. Your little toe little toe. I do that. I do that a lot when I enter my room. When I enter the bedroom. I don't like the main light. I prefer the bedside lamp. And the bedside, I have to walk around the bed and go to it. And I say to myself, I know this room. It is my room. I've been here. I know where everything is. So I start walking. This is the bed. So I have to go like this. They go like this. By the time I get here, because of the darkness, I don't gauge the distance well. Then he will see me in the darkness. Ouch! 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 The room, you see, the room that I know, I know the room. All the ouches, 
you've been saying in life, the painful experiences, the painful experiences of life, is because, it's because you ignored the ordained lamp, the ordained lamp. God has given you lamp to use. Walk with the lamp. Move around with the lamp. Steer your life with the lamp. Maneuver with the lamp. But you have left the lamp. And we are using common sense. We are using reasoning. Reasoning. The age of reason. So we can think. We can analyze. We are, we are scientists. We have scientific methods. We have different methods and different ways. And he said that I have ordained a lamp. I have ordained a lamp for my, my anointing should just take the lamp and start moving. And start moving through life. Start moving through life. The different faces. The different waves of life. The lamp, the lamp will make you see clearly. You will see clearly where you are going. You will see clearly where you, you will see clearly where you are going. May you see clearly. I said, may you see clearly. The lamp will make you see clearly where you are going. Clearly. No, I mean, no one will have to tell you. No one will have to tell you. No one will have to tell you. You see, that's what the scripture says. He said, when you have the Holy Spirit, the abiding anointing, the unction, he will teach you all things. And no one will have to teach you anything. He will teach you. He will teach you. He will. When you have that abiding, abiding grace, anointing in you, he will teach you all things. All things. How will, he, how will he teach you all things? How will the same anointing teach you all things? By the light. By the ordained lamp. By the ordained lamp. You see it. You see clearly. You see this is where I'm going. You will see this relationship that you are in. You see this is where it's going. Forget about Bishop Richard. Because Bishop Richard's voice makes, gets you offended. Whether it's supposed to or not. It's another chapter. But you, you see it's like, it's like so when someone says, when your mom speaks, you get irritated. When your father speaks, then you become hardened. It's like because your father has spoken, you are hardened. So relax. Take the lamp. Take the lamp. The lamp will show you who you are going out with. You will, I mean, you will see, you will see your future clearly. Clearly. You see clearly. It's not what it's not what anybody will see. The lamp will show you. This is where I'm going. This is what I have. This is the choice I've made. This is my future. And never exempt yourself from some things. Never tell yourself it happened to an, those people that it happened to they are idiots. Me, never say that because you become a, a bigger idiot. Never tell yourself that. Never say that to yourself. Why do you think I will confidently come and say that some people should not be married to men of God? Why would I say that? Because I've seen, I've seen them. I've seen their type. I've seen their type. I've seen this type. This type of ministry are not compatible. This type of ministry, they are like oil and water. They never mix. They always separate. They always separate. They always separate. They always, no matter how hard you try to boil it, to stir it, you see, as soon as it settles down, they're separate. They're separate like that. That's how, that's how those personalities are. They don't mix with ministry. Ministry is intense, eh? Very intense. 
very, very intense. It involves, it involves anything and everything. If anything will test who you are, it is a, it is a ministry. It will test every aspect of you, every aspect of you. Your intelligence, your ability to understand things, your humility, your meekness, your understanding of scriptures, your understanding of life, your, your, your leadership, your decision taking, your, your personality will be put to test. That's where we would see who you are. You say you are choleric, come into the ministry, we'll see who is choleric. Come. Come, come into the ministry, we'll see who is choleric. There are people sometimes, there are people sometimes that laugh. They are like heroes. They are like heroes from their neighborhood. When they become shepherds in the church, you should see them. As though they've not been to nursery before. You, you, you should see them. You should see them fumbling. You see the family. They are heroes. You should see them. You should see them in the ministry. Fumbling. You want to see what is in you? Scripture. 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 So I came to say, to say from him, he said, he has a prophetic ministry. Prophetic. Prophetic. And not, I said, I said, brother, brother. You have not overcome fornication, pornography, and masturbation. These three combined. You have, you have this problem. You say you are into prophetic ministry. What Bible do you read? Which Bible are you reading? No, 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 no. I'm not joking. He said he has prophetic. He's in the prophetic. Other ministers are inviting. I said you have problem with pornography, masturbation, fornication. Which congregation are you going to lead? I said, I said, I said, I will weep for that congregation that you have been appointed over. I will weep for them. But because another person who doesn't know you is saying that you are great, take the lamp yourself. Take the lamp yourself. Take the lamp yourself. Take the lamp yourself. Instead of saying that you are into the prophetic. And you are, you are a prophetess. Take the lamp. And see your prophetic nature. Psalm 119 verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. Thy word, thy word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It's in other words, every step I take, every step I take, the word is there to shine the way, to shine the way for me. You see, you will see that you are becoming a minister. No one will tell you. You will see it if you use the word. Because the scripture says that he that desireth the office of a bishop desireth a good work. See, the word alone will tell you that you are called. It's the word that will explain, the word that would explain to you that because you have, do you know desire? Desire is interest. Interest. That I am interested in the ministry. I'm interested in the things of God. I like the things of God. I want to be involved in the things of God. If you take the lamp, it will tell you that, hey, it looks as though you are becoming a pastor. It looks as though you are becoming a minister. It looks as though you are becoming anointed. It looks as though you are becoming a preacher. Because
because you have interest, interest, the things you are interested in is revealing the type of person that you are. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word, the word, we are talking about the Bible, the Bible, the voice of the Bible. What the Bible is saying is light to you, is direction, it shines on your path. It shines on every step you take. The Bible. The Bible. By the time someone asks you, tells you, you can serve God. You can do the work. You say, yes. This is what the lamp has been saying. This is what the light has been shining. I could, I could see it. I could see it ahead of me. I could see it ahead of me. Not that you are into these crazy works and you say you are called. Are you Samson? Is it, it's, even, it's even clear that you don't even read. If you read your papers, then no, you know what? You know what? These things, you have to flee from them. Flash these things out of your life. And it helps you prepare more. It even shows your fear for God and your reverence for God. But know that you, you take the two hand in hand. It's like God and this. You are moving. You have no fear for God. And you have no fear because you don't know him. And you don't know him because you don't know his word. And you don't know his word because his word is not loud enough in your life. Loud enough. Loud enough. Preach. Preach. Look at what the psalmist said. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart. That I may not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart. It's like I have the word in my heart. Do you, do you know how long it takes for the word to go into your heart? <laughs> thy word, thy word have I hid in my heart. Not, 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 not thy, not thy uh, uh, whatever. Thy word. It is the, is it the, there are so many attractive things in the faith. That before you realize, you've picked on those and you've left out the word. You've picked, you've picked up on activity. You've, put, you've picked up on post, rank. You've picked up on appointments. I'm the one who is this. I'm the one who is that. I'm the one who is that. Some of you will be, you'll be offended if you are not allowed to sit on the front row. You'll be offended. It shows you what is important to you. You will be offended. If you will be offended, I'm telling you, you will be offended. If, you are, if we tell you that we have guests, you just can't tell, we have a guest. So we say, okay, can you just move second row somewhere? If it, if it clear out so that the guest will get somewhere to sit. Stand outside so that somebody, the guest will sit. You'll be offended. You will be. I went to a church once. I was the guest preacher there. I was a guest preacher. I was going to preach. When I entered the hall, the, these welcoming girls, they didn't know who I was. And I was happy. I said, to, I said to them, I'm going to enjoy myself. Let me see what it is like here. It was a large church. Large church, about 2,000 people in the hall. So they passed me on to Samasha. And the Asha threw me somewhere in the middle of the congregation. It was worship time. And I also went to sit down. I didn't mind at all. I was flowing. I said, what a day. 
I will say to I will say to myself, these people they will see when I get to the stage. They will see some people. <laughs> I was a preacher. They threw me in the middle like that. I was standing there. Then one of the pastors was the one leading the praise and worship. As he was singing, I saw that he was looking at my direction. Then he signaled somebody. Then they were singing, they were dancing. Then he whispered something to them. Before I realized, there is confusion in the system. Then the past, before the pastor of the church had come with some selling actions. Do you know who he is? Do you know who he is? Do you know this is our preacher for today? Look at where you put him. I said, no problem, no problem. I was just having fun. I was just enjoying myself. Just enjoying myself. Front row, middle row, back row. They should put me on the roof. I can preach. I mean, no. You see, but perhaps, perhaps if you had read the Bible and read about the Pharisees, you would have known that the Jesus said the Pharisees like the front row. You see, when he said they like it, maybe you didn't understand it. But he's saying that if they don't get it, they will be offended. So the day you don't get front seat and you're offended, there's a problem. There's something. Take the lamp yourself. Take the lamp. Like that. Take the lamp. Take the lamp. And organize yourself. Organize yourself. Take the lamp. So waiting for someone to say something, someone to come up with something. Someone say, is this person... Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light, a light to my path. May the Lord shine on your way. There shall be light on your path. You know everything about Pharisees, you don't like to be one. Everything, everything, including lighting front row and liking greetings, greetings. Because some people like greetings. Greetings like acknowledge you. They like to be acknowledged. Every important thing, their name should be mentioned. They should be included. It's like I should be included. They should see that I'm there. I'm involved. I am part of it. I am part of it. You know, you know, I should be. It's like I must be seen. I must be seen. You can't be seen in everything. A lot of people are involved in everything. A lot of people. A lot. If everybody will be mentioned in everything, we won't leave church. I mean, this service alone, this service, then my acknowledgements will be long before we'll close or before I'll start preaching. I want to thank those who brought the carpet. I want to thank those. I want to thank the person who carried the pulpit into the van. I want to thank the person who opened the door. I want to thank the person who put the key in the in the car. I want to thank the person who went to buy the car. I want to thank the person who who decided to buy the car. Plenty, plenty speeches, endless. But that is Phariseeism. How do we become healed of that? It's the lamp. The lamp would say, no, these things are not important. These things are not good. Don't lend yourself to them. Don't lend yourself to that things. Don't lend yourself to acknowledgement. Every time you must be acknowledged. Every time you must be seen. Every time your name must be mentioned. All the time. Even you, something in you will reject it. 
you will say, hey, don't mention my name again. Don't say this is a go. Don't point at me again. Don't point. Don't you, you even make a joke as a, you know, don't deny me of my crown. One, one brother, one brother said to some people who were every time thanking him, every time mentioning him, he said, Look, people are cashing my check before I get to heaven. You are cashing my check. I don't want my check to be cashed. Lamp. Lamp. The word is light. The word is light. Can you see? Can you see how the word, the word can shape your life? Shape your life. It's light. It's light. I mean, you see, you see clear, with the word, you see clearly. You can't argue with the word. You can't argue with the word. I just need to apply a verse to you. You see who you are right now. Just now you see your nakedness. <laughs> Sit down. Otherwise, I won't give you one more. I'll give you one or two more. Take me to Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 12. For the word of God, for the word of God is quick. Quick is alive. It's alive. And then it's powerful. And then it's sharp. That means it can come. How many of you have counted to join the preaching and the verses? You felt like, ouch. You felt that this one. Yes. So listen to me. Listen to me. That is the nature of the verse. That's the nature of the Bible. Sometimes it comforts. Sometimes it helps you to see yourself. One of the verses that the scripture is like a mirror. You see yourself. You see yourself. So from today, if the voice of the Bible is strong in your life, you won't be offended when the word cuts. Because you remember that it cuts. The word cuts. It cuts this way. And then when you are thinking that you'll be healed, then it cuts back. Because it's a, it's a two-edged sword. It can cut like this. And then it cuts back. It cuts. It cuts. That's the word. It cuts. The word cuts. So getting angry and storming out. Like a disappointed housewife having, having tea with the husband. And she's angry over something. So she's taking her back and she's storming. It's all storming away. Wow. Like an angry housewife. The voice of the Bible should help you to be calm. Because the thing, the thing, the thing that is the word of God, it's a two-edged sword. Without having to turn it, just need another swing back and it will cut. Yeah, that's the Bible. And then it says that piercing even to the asunder of soul and spirit, it's able to separate your feelings from the inner man, the inward man. It separates. It, he will show you that this one, look, this one, he shows that this one is not anointed. You are feeling. Yeah. You are feeling things. You are feeling things. We can't follow it. It's the word of God who can do it. Your reason won't do it. Your personal analysis won't do it. Your discussions with your friends won't do it. It's the, it's the Bible. It's the Bible. It's the Bible that will separate soul 
from spirit. Feelings and thoughts from the craving and the desire of the inner man, the inner man, the inward man, the hidden man. These are the names that the Bible uses for him. Inner man, inward man, hidden man. That's the real you. That's the real you. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. He lives in the body. He lives in the body. The real Brian is in here. It's not this bearded one. There's a real guy. There's a real guy there. There's a real man. There's a hidden, he's called the hidden man. The hidden man of Brian. The inner man of Brian. The inward man, Brian. He's there. He's in him. Then, then he has a soul that makes him feel, that makes him think, that makes him imagine, that makes him desire, that makes him want, that makes him crave. The only thing that can stop the confusion, the confusion between I want, I like, it is the Lord, or it is not the Lord, it's the word of God. It is the word of God. It's the Bible. the Bible. It's the word of God that will separate will separate soul from spirit. It's capable. It's capable of showing you that look this one. Eh? Stop. Stop. This is your dream you are talking about. It's not from God. In the multitude of business, there's dream. That is in your daily activity. The things you've been thinking about and pondering about, you will dream about it. Most of our dreams, most of the dreams are, are things you've been thinking about and imagining. The last thing you should be taken by is some brother or some girl who tells you that I dreamt we're getting married, so it means we should marry. It's the, it's the last thing you should be taken by. The last thing. It's somebody who has dreamt. The last thing you should be taken by, I dreamt. Did you dream? I did not dream. You didn't dream, yes. That's being honest. He didn't dream. He saw. You saw and you liked. That's it. Why don't you be honest? That I've been looking at you. You are nice. You are nice. We've been talking for a while. I think I like you. I've noticed your teeth are white. You speak good English. We can. I like you. I think you also like me. Yeah. Last week, I decided not to reach out to you and I realized that you were checking on me. So it means that the feeling is mutual. The feeling is mutual. Because sometimes you have to take a break. Sometimes you have to come out of the driver's seat and stand back and watch. Whether she will come and drive it, you have to see. You, should, you shouldn't be under pressure at all. You can't always be trying. You can't be saying good morning every morning. But you also have to stand back and see. You're also a human being. You also have feelings. 
these type of people who say, I have dreamt. I saw angels ascending and descending and ascending again and descending. And then when they ascended, I saw the two of us. <laughs> and I saw you. You had wings on your back. Is that you, were re- you were ready to fly. Ready to fly. Just tell him, say, brother, brother, just say what you want to say. This, your route is very long. No angel will attend our wedding. So please, say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. What is this dream? I saw angels going, angels coming. Then they went again and they came. Then when they were going back, there we saw the two of us with wings. You are about to take off. soul and spirit and then joints and marrow and then it is a designer designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart you see it is the bible that can tell us and tell you it will tell you it will tell you what you are thinking what you are thinking it's the word of God. When you read, it's like, oh, I thought this one is me. That's why you'd be alone reading your Bible. Then you say, mercy, 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 mercy. So that some of the people who stand up in church, it's not because they've thought of you. They've thought of themselves. Thought of themselves. Themselves. When they hear the preaching, they feel, yee. That's why sometimes they'll shout, be sharp. Be sharp. Be sharp. Because the scripture is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Be sharp. They can say, Can you stop it, Bishop? Can you stop it? Stop it, Bishop. Stop. One day I was preaching, one brother was sitting there. I was told this after. I said, Throughout the preaching, he kept saying, Bishop, how did you know? Bishop, how did you know? Then at the point, he said, Bishop, you are in my house. Bishop, you are in my house. Bishop, you've come to my house. Bishop, you are there. You are there. You are in my house. You are in my house. You are in my house. Bishop, you are in my house. Bishop, you've come into my house. You've come into my house. You've come there. You've come. Because the scripture is a designer of the thoughts. The thoughts. It can tell the thoughts. The thought you can tell what you are thinking, and then the intent that is the plans, the plans, the plans you have, the plans you have. Does that after after you have turned down the volume of the voice of the Bible, you are classified as a stubborn person. It's like you are stubborn. 
you are stiff-necked. Your neck is, can, cannot easily be turned. So like you're looking this way. You, we can't easily turn your neck to look. To this way I want to look. I'm looking here. Stiff-necked. And the Bible says, he that is often reproved, his neck shall suddenly be broken. And that without remedy. Because the, be, the neck has to be broken now before I can turn. The intents, the plans, the plans, the plans. It's like I said, I said, your dream, that's what your dream, stop it. Maybe you're planning on sharing a dream. But suddenly the word of God has revealed to you that the dream came because of what you've been thinking about. What you were thinking about before you slept. How come you've never dreamt that church is full? How come you've never dreamt that hundred people are coming to give their lives to Christ? The plants, the plants, the plants of the heart. There's a plan there. There's something you are planning on doing. Then you are planning you want to do. Last, last blessing that we close. John eight twelve. Am I preaching? I'm ever going to turn up the word. Turn it up. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The light of life. The scriptures are the light of life life. Again, again, without the scriptures, it's darkness. It's blackout. It's blackout for you. Blackout. Blackout. In next time you see someone standing somewhere, moving somewhere without, without church, without the word of God, just know. It's not, it's not fascinating. That their life is cool. Their life is something. Know that these people lack the light of life. They can't see clearly. They can't see clearly. They can't see clearly. They can't see clearly what course to study, what profession to take, what work to take, who to marry, where to live, what what to do, how to serve God. They can't see. They can't see clearly. It's not clear. It's not clear. It's not clear. It's the word that makes it clear. It's the word that makes life clear. The word that makes life clear. It's the word that makes life clear. It's the word that makes life bright, bright and clear. Psalm 119, 
Thou through thy commandments, thy commandment, that's his word, has made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. Thy testimonies are my meditation. So two things the word of God will do for you here. Next is that the word of God will give you wisdom. The voice of the Bible will make you wise. For through thy commandments, thou through thy commandments has made me wiser. Has made me wiser. The Bible makes you wise. It is when you become more and more steeped into the scriptures that people will start asking, how old are you? Because you don't sound like your age anymore. You don't sound like your age. People want to know, how old is this person? How old is he? How old is he? How old is he? Because the way he thinks, the way he reasons, he sounds very wise. Like he's a very wise person. You, become, you gain wisdom. You learn, you learn how to do things. How to solve problems. How to resolve problems. By the word of God. By the word of God. By the word of God. The voice of the Bible upgrades your wisdom. Upgrades your wisdom. Makes you wiser. Makes you wiser than your peers. The things that your peers are into. You know the things that your peers are into? The only way you can be different is from the word of God. It's not by a high IQ. The thing that can separate you from what your peers, because look, the voice of your peers is very strong. Oh yeah, it's very strong. What people your age group are doing and what they do and what they like to do. So if you are going to uh, first year, you will not backslide. But, but, you will feel the pressure. If you, if you escape it, then you know that you are wise. Then you know that you are wise. May your wisdom make you escape it. Because you are going to meet, you are going to meet devilish trainers. The devil, look, the devil has appointed people to welcome you. And to train you. And to teach you things. Oh yeah. I traveled to one of the cities recently and I met uh, some of our members there. Then I just randomly asked one of the ladies, how has it been? How has first year been since you moved here? And she just said, oh Bishop. Oh Bishop. I didn't get a good start. My heart my heart went out for the poor girl. My heart. My heart. But you see, it, what can save you is the word of God. It is the word. Staying around the word. Being with the word. Turning up the volume of the Bible is what can preserve you. Because you, I mean, you will, you, will, you will feel it. You will see them right from the day you arrive. Right from the day you arrive. You will see them. There's a party here. There's a rave here. There's a drink up here. It's like, why are you not coming? (laughs) 
Why won't you go? That is verse 99. I have more understanding than all my teachers. I have more understanding. Understanding is the reason why. The understanding is why. The why. The why of life. Why won't I go? It is understanding. You will get it from the Bible. You will get it from the scriptures. Why you shouldn't mix with unbelievers? You should ask yourself. Ask yourself one of the questions. There is a blessed man. Who is he? There is a certain man who is blessed. The first word, the first word about him is blessed. Blessed. Who is he? Who is that person? Who is that person? Who is that person? Who is he? Why is he called blessed? Why, why is it not? Then you shall be blessed. But the scripture says, blessed is the man. And he says that he walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scoffers. This guy is blessed. This guy is blessed. This guy is blessed. <laughs> this is the blessed man. The man that is blessed is the one that doesn't mix with sinners. He doesn't mix with sinners. Doesn't mix with sinners. So you see him. He's blessed in school. He's blessed in his studies. He's blessed especially his relationship with God. His relationship with God is blessed. He's blessed. His his, 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 his relationship with God is solid. It's strong. Blessed is that guy. How is he blessed? That's understanding is coming. How? Why is he called blessed? Why is he called blessed? Is it because of oil that was poured on him? Is it because of prayers that his pastor made for him? No. It's because of the word of God. The word of God that says that the guy who is blessed. Oh, Jack. The guy who is blessed does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. So when ungodly people are advising you, let's go out here. You remember, somebody is blessed. Who is blessed? Who is blessed? When the, the best people are telling you that, let's go and hang out here. Let's just go. And, it says we're just, we're all okay. We're not going to do anything bad. We are, we've just come. We're going to meet up, mix friends, do this. Then you remember, there's somebody who is blessed. Who is that blessed person? Who is he? The one that does not stand in the way of sinners. This is someone is blessed. Somebody is blessed. I remember the Bible says that somebody is blessed. Who is that blessed person? The one that sitteth not in the seat of the scornful. He's a blessed person. He is the blessed person. He is the person that is blessed. So it's better to lock your door and go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's better to be the most unfriendly person. The most, I mean, you don't, you, I mean, the most some way guy. It is far better. It is far better than to say, oh God, oh Bishop, I didn't start off well. You shall start off well. And you will end well. And you will end well. There are agents of Satan that are, are waiting for you. Agents that are waiting to train you. I mean, to train you how to sin. To train you. To train you how to pair up. How to have a few drinks. How to follow a boy to his room. How to bring a girl to your room after. 
It's like after all, we've just come. We must, you know, this is a week we must have fun because things are going to get very serious soon. We can't do this. So first week, first week before you are into such things. The people who tra- they'll train you into pornography. You'll be trained. Instead of using your iPad to read the Bible, you'll be using it to watch other things. There are satanic trained people, but we curse all of them in Jesus' name. They shall not find you. They shall not meet with you. Their voice shall be lowered. They will be lowered in your life. Because as they are talking, as they knock on your door and they are talking, just ask yourself, there's a blessed man. There's a blessed man. Who is he? Who is that man? Who is that guy? Understanding has come. Understanding has come. If I follow this person, I will not be blessed. The opposite of bless is curse. One word that describes the curse is a frustration. That you'll be frustrated in this school if you follow such a person. If you walk with such a person, you'll be frustrated. You shall be blessed. You shall be blessed. Stand to your feet. The voice of the Bible. 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 Thy word have I hid in my heart. That I may not. I may not be offensive to you God. I may not offend you. I may not sin against you. I may not disobey you. I may not go against you. Thy word. Thy word. Thy word. If the word was in you. In that day. You wouldn't have. 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 Look, your safest thing is the word. Your safest. Your safest is the word. The word before a man of God. The word. The word before a man of God. See, that's how some of us can even sin or fall into sin with some if you like church leaders. Because you don't have word in you. You've, 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 placed, you've placed a human being above the word. But no human being is above the word. Whatever human being is telling you must, must conform to the scriptures. To the scriptures. That's why you have church leaders who can give you ridiculous instructions and sometimes guide you into ridiculous things. And then that's where you find this airbag, airbag sisters who say I was protecting his ministry. I call them airbag because there's no word. If there was word, they will see that he's an empty buffoon. Yeah. Because they don't have word. If you have word, you say, what, what are you, you say, what, what are you saying? Do you know what the Bible says? Have you read your Bible? What kind of training is this? What kind of training is this? What kind of training is this? You are anointed, so what? I think you are demonized. You have to, you have to, I think you are demonized. You are not anointed at all. You have devils. Thy word. The word is going to save you from today. Amen. I said the word is going to save you from today. 
begin to thank God for his word. Thank him. Thank him for his word. Come out of the sweet influence of the word. The word. The word. Nothing but 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 the word. 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 The word of God. Yes, Lord. Pray for yourself. Pray. 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 I feel a sweet presence here. I feel a sweet presence. I feel a sweet presence. I feel a sweet presence in this place. I feel a sweet presence in this place. The word. The word. The word. May the word be exalted. May the word be highly esteemed in your life. To heal you. To save you. To deliver you. To help you. To strengthen you. To give you direction. To bring light. To bring light into your life. The word. The word. The word. Pray that the word. The word will be paramount. In everything. In all that you do in your life. The word. It will be nothing but 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 the word. Oh yes Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your word, Lord. Your word, Lord. Your word be exalted in our lives. Your word be exalted in our midst. Your word be exalted in all that we do. In all that we do. All that pertains to our life, oh God. All that pertains to our life, oh God. Your word, Lord. May your word be strong and rich in us, Lord. I pray, Lord. Let there be a desire, Lord. Let there be a desire for your word. Let us be a desire, an increased desire, an increased hunger for your word, Lord. For your word, Lord. For your word, Lord. For your word, Lord. For your word, oh God. 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 Mashabda laba diba laba diba laba haya. Pladis teleti atalia taso tanda laba diba kapa laba hata. Pladistofe. 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 Tipa sonde lepra diba kapa hinda laba. Pladomikastaya. Your word, oh God. 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 Your word, Lord. Your word, Lord. 
your word shall be like oil in our lives like oil like the anointing on our lives lord we shall be stronger we shall be more anointed more anointed because of your word more anointed because of your word more anointed because of your word your word like oil your word like oil sweet to our taste sweet to our taste sweet to our mouth lord strength in our bodies lord strength in our bodies lord separating the soul from the spirit separating the soul from the inner man show word of god show word of god like oil like oil like oil like oil like oil let's leave this place more anointed lord because of your word we have heard today because of your word we have heard today may we become more anointed may we become more anointed may we become more anointed may we leave this place more anointed more affected lord by the spirit 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 your word of god 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 malabata shanda lava diva kapa lava hinda lava hapa lava rebish tianda rebish tianda rebish tianda rebish tianda makilia dostata makilia dimikofe makilia dobieta makilia domata makilia dibaha prendo lava diva kapa shata Father we want to thank you for tonight Thank you for this great blessing Of being in your presence Lord Thank you for the sweet influence of your Holy Spirit Thank you for your word Lord Your word Your word That has come As spirit and as life to us Lord today As spirit and as life As anointing and as life oh God I pray, Lord, may this congregation be an anointed congregation, Lord. Anointed in wisdom. Anointed in understanding. Anointed in direction, oh God. Anointed in decision taking, oh God. Anointed in choices that they will make in this life. May they be strong, oh God. Strong. Father, every confusion is blown away, Lord. Every uncertainty is blown away, oh God. Every double-minded is blown away, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I speak clarity. 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 I speak sanity. I speak sanity. I declare sanity into the lives and the minds and the hearts of these ones. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I drive out every devil. Every demon of confusion, every demon of heartbreak and pain, every demon of uncertainty and instability and double-mindedness, I command you to leave now in Jesus' name. Go! Go now! Go now! Go now! And now, oh God, now, oh God, I declare the blessings of the word We shall walk in the blessing of your word The blessing of direction The blessing of light The blessing of hope May the future be clear Lord We shall see the future We shall see our future If we are on the wrong course Lord We shall change directions Lord Because the future is clear 
The future is clear. 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 In Jesus' name. We shall not continue in foolish hope and false hope, Lord. But there shall be clarity of understanding, Lord. Let these ones be blessed, Lord. Oh God, let your hand touch every life. Let your hand reach out to every life present. Fill us with wisdom. Fill us with the spirit of wisdom. Fill us with the spirit of understanding. Fill us with strength, Lord. Fill us with strength, Lord. Let us leave this place anointed and empowered. Empowered by your spirit. Empowered by your spirit. Empowered by your spirit. Empowered by your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For a new desire to know your word, to hear your word, to receive your word, and to believe in your word, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for this great blessing that we receive tonight. Lift up your two hands and thank God. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. You are becoming anointed. As you say, thank you. You are entering into a presence. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Your thank you is lifting you up. You are being lifted 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 up. Thank God for tonight. Thank him for tonight. Thank him for tonight. Thank him for tonight. You are taking a step closer to him. A step closer to him. A step into his presence. A step in his direction. In his direction. In his direction. You're moving towards God. You're moving into the presence of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your great blessing and your great mercy. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed this evening. I don't know, perhaps someone invited you to church this evening. Or maybe you've been going to church, but deep in your heart you feel far from God. Your relationship with God is not that strong. Tonight, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I want to give it all to Him. I want to give it all to Him. I want to be a child of God. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to know what it is like, Lord, to walk with you and to serve you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want you to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Your right hand. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. You need Jesus. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. You have your hand lifted up. I want you to rush to me in the front now. Very quickly. Come. Come. Come out of your seat. You didn't lift up your hand, but you want to come. 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 Come and stand in the front. Come. From wherever you are, come. 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 It's your day of blessing. Come. Come from anywhere you are. Come. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come on, sing it just as I am. You want to come, you are still there, you can come. But that 
it's a good decision to make you are choosing Jesus One more person, you are coming. I'm waiting for you. You want to give your life to Jesus today. We are about to pray. We are about to pray. You are there. You are not sure. You are debating within yourself. You are debating. You want to be sure tonight. I want you to come to me right now. Just come. Come. I'm waiting for you. You are not sure of your salvation. You want to be sure tonight. You want to be sure tonight. Come. Come. You are not sure. You want to be sure to come. 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 God bless you. Bow your heads with me. I want us to say this prayer together. Everybody here, let's say this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day say Lord Jesus please come into my heart please come into my life I am a sinner forgive me of all my sins wash me Lord with the blood of Jesus say from today I am a child of God I am born again I am saved from today I will serve Jesus I will not serve Satan I will no longer serve Satan I will serve Jesus I belong to Jesus thank you father for accepting me and making me a child of yours in Jesus name Father, thank you for these ones. I pray for them, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the blessing of salvation. Thank you they shall be established in your house. And they shall serve you. And they shall live for you, Lord. It shall be impossible for the enemy to take them, Lord. I curse every agent and every assignment of the enemy against their lives. I destroy it today, Lord. I speak sanity to them. I speak peace of mind to them. I declare they shall live for you, O God, and for you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. You can receive this gift. God bless you. God bless you. It's for you. It's a free gift. Nothing to pay for you to read and to be blessed how you can become a strong Christian would you like to become a strong Christian this is how you can become wisdom is being given to you okay are we alright has anybody got a copy God bless you you may go back to your seat and welcome to Jesus wow are you blessed all right. Want to receive communion?
You are about to receive the power of God into your life. You are leaving this place with a seed of power. Seed of power. We are planting a seed in your life. It shall be impossible for the enemy to have advantage over you. Sicknesses will disappear. Demons will depart. Oppressions will cease. Depressions will disappear. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit, we are young. And we'll live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Father, we declare sanctified and blessed these portions we have. Indeed, this shall be your body that we are about to eat and your blood that we are about to drink. May it be power in our bodies, Lord. May it displace every presence that is not supposed to be with us. Every satanic presence, every evil presence, every demonic presence, every trait of the enemy every desire, every appetite every imagination every thought, every sickness, every disease every lack oh God it shall be displaced tonight in Jesus name in Jesus name Father your word declares for this purpose was the son of man made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy May every work, activity, operation, scheme, strategy of Satan in our lives be destroyed tonight in Jesus' name. Father, your word declares that this is the cup of blessing. 
we drink blessings we drink restoration we drink revival of faith revival of hope revival of a desire to serve you and to live for you may it be revived in us oh God like Jesus loved you may we love you like Jesus saved you may we serve you like Jesus lived for you may we live for you oh God thank you for your blessing and thank you for your help in Jesus name Amen in that night when Jesus took the bread he broke it and he said this is my body which is broken for you the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ drink it on a hill far away stood an old dragon cross the emblem of suffering and shame and I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost implemented in our lives today every problem has come to an end every trouble has come to an end every mark of Satan has been wiped away every trouble of Satan has been wiped away from our lives today be it in our bodies our health Lord in our academic work Lord in our relationships Lord in our finances Lord it has been wiped away oh God Father, thank you that you take over our lives today. You rule in our lives. You reign in our lives. And you shall glorify yourself in our lives, oh God. Be glorified, Lord. Be glorified, Lord. Be glorified, Lord. Be glorified in our lives, oh God. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout amen. Clap for victory.